question you wanna know? The white patches on my skin are called vitiligo. It's a rare condition that affects 21%. Children, teens, ladies and gents. Spot it like a cheetah, you don't have to stare. I'm not contagious or deadly, you don't have to fear. Instead of your underdivided attention on my skin, focus your attention on the man within. Love of my skin, practicing self-love. Bracing on my family and friends or hugs. I'm free to soar new heights like a heavenly dove. I'm living my life and I'm living my life with love. Welcome to VitFriends Podcast, Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VitFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molyneux. For more information about VitFriends and vitiligo support groups in your area, visit www.vitfriends.org or you can give us a call at 844-374-3639. Again, that number is 844 844- 374-3639 or is 844-FRIENDS. You can also email us at support at vitfriends.org. All VitFriends podcasts are now sponsored by my Vitiligo team. I'd like to welcome comedian Ty Rainey from New Jersey to my show. Welcome, Ty. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me, Mark. What's happening, brother? All right, right. Doing well. Can't complain. So, Ty, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listening audience. Okay. Uh, Comedian Ty Rainey, um, uh, featured on Comedy Central's uh, Kevin Hart's Heart of the City, Season 3, Episode 2. From Montclair, New Jersey. I just recently moved to Trenton, New Jersey, man. Now I reside in Trenton. Yeah, man. That's awesome. So, for our listening audience, some of you may ask the question, well, why is he talking to a comedian? Why? Why? Absolutely. <laughs> well, here, here's the why. First of all, back in October, we had you feature in our first ever um, live event, which was kind of a storytelling event. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I reached out to you. I was like, hey, I need a comedian. I need somebody who can not necessarily a comedian. I needed a storyteller, somebody who can not tell lies, but tell stories. A liar. And, he said he's a liar. <laughs> He's right. somebody to be telling some. He's like, let me call him Todd. He be lying. He's a storyteller. He lies yeah, he all the time. He be telling some stories, man. You know, but no. But I reached out to you, and um, and and it was great. We had a great experience. And for our listeners, if you don't know, yes, Ty and our and I are cousins. We're first cousins. We're related. Yeah. So let's talk about that first, and then we'll dig a little bit into uh, some other topics. Um, okay. so we were in the middle of a pandemic. And everybody was pretty much sitting at home doing whatever we do at home besides watching Netflix. Um, yeah. Coming on board for that, what what were your thoughts or your experience in, in saying, oh, man, I got the vitiligo community. I'm going to do a little something for them. You know, just just shoot the breeze on that. I was saying, oh, man, the vitiligo, vitiligo uh, community uh, helped save my marriage to get me away from her for a, a good hour. <laughs> and I was very thankful. My wife was thankful for that hour that you guys took me away from her just to give her a little break. Um, no, but not really. I was uh, very thankful um, for the community reaching out and, um, you know, just entertaining. But, yeah, we're in the middle of a darn pandemic and, um, you know, things were shut down. You know, it just turned into, um, you know, people had to get creative. We, we right. had to start using. Um, the tools like they were meant to be used, you know, phones weren't meant to just, you know, play Candy Crush all day. These <laughs> phones are our communication devices and we had to really um, depend on that to to 
to push, you know, the culture forward and also to keep our creatives uh, creating and, right. and keep us connected right. as well, you know, and, 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 and you guys, you know, thank you guys for reaching out to me and it's great what you're doing because as far as uh, organizing the calls with the Vitilago community and uh, keeping people in touch with the face-to-face space so you don't feel right. so alone because people are cut off, you know, right. it, it, to, to some extent. We're, we're, it's, it's, it's not going to be the same. So right. during the pandemic, we were, we were able to share moments, you know, even if it's over a video, um, but also just to see each other's face or just to hear each other's voices or whatever like that. It, it just really meant a lot to me and also meant a lot to a lot of people that we were entertaining. So I, I thank you and I thank other people that were allowing their platform to be used in, in such a way, you know. You're welcome. Hey, you know what And I thought was cool about it? We were from all over the world, I, I would say. Um, the people that were on the actual live call, you know, we were from like New York and I, I yeah. think Detroit and we had um, Puerto Rico and some people yeah. here close. I mean, and then you had uh, an additional 300 plus people watching on Facebook Live. Right. So right. that means anyone across the world could have been watching. We don't know because we can't track. You know, I don't have that technology to track exactly who was watching. But it was great to connect, to see people, you know, yes. and, and to see people in, in our normal lives that would be strangers. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Some people we would never see because we got our, our circle, you know, that we interact with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got people in Boston and I've never been to Boston before, you know, but right. I'm talking right. to somebody from Boston. That's cool. You know, I'm connecting right. with this person up in New York or, or different places. And so, like you said, technology, although we were cut off, pandemic just stopped the world, you know. Yeah. Everybody's moving about, having a good time, then er, breaks went on, stop. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. to say the pandemic kind of took the warmth out of the world because it right. didn't stop. Things kept moving. You still right. had to work right. to some capacity. You were just trying to work from your home space. So it wasn't really you were working from home. You were just trying to do work while you're at home. Right. But I think it took the warmth from the the interaction. Absolutely. You know, that, that, that energy that, that we share and, and that that people need right. to survive. You know, we need that. You need water to live, but you need right. some kind of human interaction and that warmth from another person. It just it's something about that vibration from one one another and around people, you know, that's just Absolutely that was just too absent for too long. You know, just to just to be sitting in your crib, you know, and that was hard. And, and you know, and I put it like this in the religious aspect. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get religious just for a second. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna say, Jesus could have done it all on his own, but he had 12 homeboys he hung out with. You know, he got the disciples together and they hung out. They spent time, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. I think we forget how important it is to have those friendships. Those mm-hmm. people, when it gets tough, the load gets heavy, you can go to and laugh. You can go to and talk to, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the pandemic made us realize. Wait a minute. I got to rethink life. I got to rethink how I do things. Like you said, nothing stopped. The world didn't stop. What it did, it made right. us rethink how we interact with each other. Yeah. And now yeah, I'm absolutely. hoping now that we're getting back to whatever we're getting back to. I'm not going to say normal see anything like that this is still not normal but no. we're getting back to that people take into consideration that i still got to connect with my people and i got technology to do it 
If I can't fly there, I can't drive there. I can still pick up the video and we can chat. We can see each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the features always it, it has always been here. It's been here for quite some time, but we were not using it in that way, you know. Right. Right. So and well, and thankful to you, you know, that you were willing to come on board because what it did for us, it gave us some therapy. And um, hey, for me too, yeah. Yeah, and, and I want to talk about that real quick, and then we'll bounce back into some other things. Um, okay, cool. Comedy as therapy. What are your thoughts on that? Comedy as therapy, what my thoughts? Um, I, I believe it's a great um, form of therapy. Laughter um, is part of healing, you know, laughing at ourselves, um, laughing at, you know, you know, yes, just laughing at ourselves. I think it's just healing, you know, even on the other end, you know, me you know, preparing material and then, you know, presenting it and, and getting that laugh from you guys is, is healing and it helps me as well, you know, get over, right. you know, a, a fear of just, you know, public speaking still, right, you right. know, just, just, just doing what I do. But, um, I believe that, um, yeah, comedy is the remedy to a lot, right. You know, um, it, it takes your mind off a lot of your troubles and, and problems that you may have, you know, illnesses that you may be dealing with just for that hour or, half hour whatever that may be and um it's an escape it, you know it is. It's, it's a definite escape and, and you, you know, know and i try to encourage our community not just our community just people in general laugh enjoy life have fun you know yeah life is um, too short you know even when we're in the midst of some challenging times mm-hmm. you gotta find some joy you gotta find some laughter you gotta find a way to to get rid of all that stuff because if not it's just going to keep getting heavy, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. when you came on board, it was funny because, uh, you know, we were all quiet at first because we, did, we didn't know what to do because, you know, it was our first time doing a Zoom event. Right. And you came on and we had our mics off and everybody was just sitting there like we were laughing, but you couldn't hear us. You know, you I couldn't, couldn't hear laugh. nothing. Yeah. You finally said, hey, turn your mics on or something, you know. Yeah, because it's, it's the warmth. Yeah, it's, 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 that's what you meet. That's what you miss. The interaction with people. You know, you're you're sending something out, so you're trying to receive something at the same. You know, you're trying to get that feedback. Right, right. You know, it just seems like you're on the. You know, you've been on the cell phone on the, in the middle of a conversation with somebody, and the phone, the call done dropped. Right, and you still talking. You still, yeah, and I'm gonna tell Absolutely. you, man, I can't find a place to park downtown. Hey, yeah, hey, you still there? Hello, hello, and then that's There's what it nothing. felt like. Yep. And, it's, and it's empty because you're like, did the call drop or did they hang up on me? Did they hang up on you me? Know? Did the call... Right, right. So but that's what it feels like sometimes, right? I, I feel you, man. But so, in, in let's talk about your career as mm. a comedian and and how, since we're talking about connecting with people, yeah. Um, how do you connect with your audience? What are, what are some of the things that you do to really connect with them? Um, I talk about stuff that's real. You know, I, I try I try to pull them into my world. I try to talk about something that that kind of pulls us all in together. Um, you know, usually when you know when I'm when I'm about to do a show, um, whether it's something topical about the Olympics, Cosby. Right. Uh, something that just kind of the audience says, oh, okay, this guy is, he's, he's aware he's, he's with us, you know, right. he's just not coming here with prepared. Hey, look at my life. And this is what I'm doing. Right. You know, I'll do that. I'll get into it. But 
you got to ease into it like a hot tub. So I just kind of talk to the people like, cause I'm one of the people. Right. You know? yeah. So I, I just try to, you know, relax and make them feel comfortable. It's almost like when you have company coming over your house, you know, you want them to relax. Hey, take your shoes off. You know, oh, you don't want to. All right. Don't take your shoes off. You know, would you like something to drink? You know, right. this, this, and that. You, know you just try to peep them out and, you know, um, you know, observe them. And it's and online, too. It makes it even more difficult um, to do that because you can't see the crowd. You can't see the right. body position, you know, the, the their 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 body language. You know, some people are just sitting in there. The living room on the couch, right. chilling. Some people are in the kitchen. You know, some, some people, people are, are frozen. There. Some <laughs> people know? are frozen. They're just stuck there like this. You know, not even. Right. You know, or they don't have a video. So it 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 just it just makes you a better um, communicator. You know, comedy right. just comes down to just a a, a communication. Right. Absolutely. You know, so if you can communicate well with people and just connect with them in any way, shape, or form, just to find some common thread. And you can communicate that. And then when you add some animation, some some emphasis to what you're saying, I think that communication is what makes the joke or whatever you're doing resonate and, and that much funnier. Um, just because you found a common thread and you found the language that, you know, people really enjoy, you know, like to listen to, you know, right. it's just, and it's, and it's got to fit you. You know, it's got to be something that is honest to you, too. You know, you can't come out. I feel that, you know, I try to be very genuine, you know, in my audience. If I'm feeling a certain way, I come and tell them, you know, right. and, I, and I start to, you know, just, just try to be as, as, as me as possible, you know, and, and get that, th- that thread. You know, you said something that's very important, genuine. And that's the same thing I feel like within our community, when we interact with each other, we have to be genuine and honest, you know. Yeah. How you feel? Like, like I could be great today. Tomorrow I might feel like, like crap and, and just... Now nah, I don't want to be bothered, you know, yeah. and I think we have to be honest with, with each other about that because people pick up on when you're faking it. Absolutely. They know, you know, we as, as some of the people I've talked to on my podcast, we call it faking the funk, you know, the old main source song. Mm-hmm. We do, you know, we pretend I'm good. I'm good. No, no, just be honest with people and say, I'm not doing well. I'm not yeah. doing, you know, I'm struggling today. Yeah. And I think people will embrace you even more, you know. Yeah, yeah, because um, because that honesty is very important. Um, and and real quick, just for our listening audience, you know, I am talking to comedian Ty Rainey from New Jersey, and uh, we're just having some conversation. I know sometimes you may wonder, well, why is he off topic and not talking to somebody from the Vitiligo community? And the way I feel about it is that we have to build relationships with people outside the community in order to expand our message about Vitiligo to get it out there. And um, if you're hearing birds, Ty's outside with the hey. birds. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to put that out there too. I'm like, wait a minute, I hear birds, but but yeah, that's that nature. I just <laughs> had to get outside. I've been inside painting all morning, so I've been in you know indoors. I was like, I just want to get out for a little bit. So I hope it's not yeah. too bad. Too. Oh no, 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 okay. no, not at all, man. Look, that's look, a little we, atmosphere. Yeah, we are doing what we do. Where are we gonna do it? And you're outside with nature, and it's beautiful. You know, enjoy. Yeah, man. Yeah, now, man. now, if you had like bears and tigers and and other things in the background, we might have a problem. But the birds, oh, yeah, I wouldn't even be out here, dude. Bears and tigers, I'd be looking out the window <laughs> like everybody else. I'd be like, nah, this ain't the place for me, brother. You know that's right, man. Yeah. Now, um, 
so I, I just talked about support um, and yeah. building relationships, you know, and that's one thing I try to encourage too with in the relation within the uh, with my podcast, different people I've talked to is mm. building relationships outside of the organization. Um, even as a comedian, how important is that for you to establish, you know, uh, a connection with somebody who's not a comedian or somebody who's into a different um, aspect of entertainment? Oh, it's very important, man. Um, I feel right now, um, even during this pandemic, before the pandemic, but even more so now uh, during the pandemic, it kind of, you know, you had the moment to kind of sit down and see who the creatives around you, your friends or whatever, and, um, you know, reach out to them. But um, it's, it's very important. I mean, I, I, for one, have networked laterally to a lot of my friends, you know, that aren't, that don't do comedy, but maybe right. marketing. You know, somebody that made uh, that that's into, um, you know, uh, has a, their own company as far as, uh, you know, window tinting or sign design making. And I've been collaborating with them as far as doing apparel and then working with photographers and video, um, you know, uh, videographers and, and getting concepts together to shoot, you know, uh, video, uh, you know, concepts that we've been working on. And, it, it, you know, and just just you know, just talking to different people, you know, also, um, I had some follow-up people. I had a woman that, that, that's an accountant and I spoke to her and she was just telling, you know, talking to me about my, my business, my LLC and how I should file things. And, you know, just, just talking to people that know more about other things than I, than I would in, in, in in their specialty. So you definitely want to get people that, that are more knowledgeable, um, you know, in, in areas, when you're venturing off into business and you're trying to be an entertainer like myself, I was trying to juggle and do everything myself and learn everything myself. And it right. comes to a point where you can't wear all those hats. You can't learn all of everything. So you do have to network and, and find people. So a lot of these relationships um, has helped me, you know, as far as, you know, saving money is, is, is as far as, um, you know, setting me on the right path to get my finances right with, with the business in. And then uh, just, just bouncing ideas off of somebody that's outside of comedy that gives right. me a different perspective and a different look and a different, you know, eye on things. And, and, and it gives me a, a chance to look at it differently. Like, Oh wow. I never even thought of it that way. Right. And I'm always, you know, open for suggestions and ideas and, and, and helping and working with other people. And, and I try to surround myself with people that are like that as well. So we're always trying to help each other and work laterally. Um, you know, to, 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 you know, combine our business to, to make it into something instead of always, you know, Hey man, I email Warner brothers or, you know, like right. they're going to, you know, right now we're, we're, at, we're in the times where social media, um, if you have enough, you know, buzz going on and you, you, you're, you're doing the right thing as far as um, campaigning your stuff on the right platforms and your timing is right. Um, and you have a good product. Um, you can pop on your own and be discovered, you right. know, or, or or be be as independent as possible and still, you know, monetize your product where everybody is making something, you know, from that. So I, I just really want to get to the point where I'm I'm moving laterally with a lot of my friends. Where it comes from, like music, I have guys that are that are producers, um, MCs, and I've been using you know music that they produce. I added that to my podcast, the Tyranny Podcast. Now right. I have music in the background. You know, which added another element to it. So now I'm getting, you know, I'll get 
different eyes, you know, from right, different absolutely. sponsorships now that want to that want to know, like, yo, man, who does that beat? Oh, that's my man, such and such. Right. It's, it's a beat that's produced by such, and and that, that feeds off of me, and I want him to get that shine. So it's all absolutely. about just reaching out to to you know, laterally to your peoples, you know, and then everybody forms like a web. So nothing gets through without hitting the web and, and us feeling that vibration and saying like, yo, man, they like that, that, that cover art you did. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and yo, that video we shot a couple of weeks ago, my man, um, you know, Armando from out there, you know, they're getting some buzz and feedback. They've been talking about it, you know, so it's all like a nice web, you know, I'm trying right. to really get down with a lot of creatives I grew up with. And that's, that's the dopest thing. I get to work with people I grew up with. You know, right. I had freaking chocolate milk with at the lunchroom <laughs> tables, cracking jokes, you know, and right. brothers that I had the opportunity to work with in the past, you know, when I was doing studio production and stuff, um, you know, just, just for, for, to work on projects together now with my own independent stuff with comedy, it's, it's a blessing, man. I'm, I'm so thankful to do that. So whatever I can do to help and whatever they can do to help, it's like we're always extending our hands to, to make it better. You know, awesome, so it's awesome. it's important definitely to branch out. Yeah, and, and that's something we're doing within uh our Vitiligo community, in particular Vit Friends. Yeah. We like this this podcast is now sponsored by my Vitiligo team. That All is right. another organization that's above us and they are sponsoring us. So nice. I feel that collaboration is very important, branching out, reaching out to different people. Um because yeah. I, I do feel like sometimes we talk within our own circles and we mm -hmm. forget that there are branches out there. Um, you know, you got different timelines and yeah, I'm talking Loki now. So you got different timelines and different variants that you can hit. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but in, in all, you know, reality of it, it, it is important um, for us because what happens, we become like the vitiligo police and we don't want to let others in. You know, mm, in the mm -hmm. TSA of Vitiligo, and we are frisking people as they try to walk in. You know, what's your purpose? Why are you here? What you doing? But right. sometimes you have somebody who doesn't have Vitiligo that wants to support what we're right. doing to support our mission, and it's important right. for us to embrace those people and not push them away or put them in Vitiligo jail, and they sitting all somewhere in the corner where we forget about them. You know, and um. And that's one of the things I'm seeing is that we are really making a big push to step outside the box, you know, our comfort right. zone, our normals. Right. Um, and, and this, the, um, the live events, that was something different. You know, it was, you know, we wasn't sure how it was going to pop off, but we kept it going. Like after we did yours, we, November, we did one, December, January, February, March. Yeah. Um, I think April I stopped because I was tired and I said, let me, let me get a little break <laughs> and I'll pick yeah. it back up. And, you know, I, and people are starting to get out, you know, people right. are starting to, you know, be away from home and do other things. So I said, I'll pick it up when the weather gets a little cold, when people are stuck in the house right, and can't right. move about, boom, right. you know, but yeah, it, it was great though, man. We did some great things with it. Um, so as we, I want to moonwalk backwards a little bit. Let's talk about how you got started with comedy. Okay. And your career. How I got started. Well, <laughs> you know, I always, um, I always like, com I always enjoy comedy. I mean, let everybody like, it's not many people I don't, that right. don't like comedy. I mean, that I know of. Um, but I've always been a fan of, of, you know, prior, I would probably say I was more of a fan of Eddie Murphy to, to 
to keep it real because that was um, one of the comics I really remember coming up, you know, right. in the eighties, you know, born in 76 and him having delirious in 83, 84 sneaking on the steps and watching, <laughs> you know what I mean? While my mother, and my, you know, grandparents, everybody, they're watching this guy and um, I'm, I'm watching between the rail and it's funny stuff. So I always admired the craft and comedy and um, always been a silly dude around my father's funny, right. my mother's funny, my uncle. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah so, <laughs> I, I've, you know, make a long story short, admiring it and then uh, getting into it. My wife, um, at the time we were dating, uh, this is before she was my wife. Um, right after we got married. Yeah, I'm messing up the whole timeline. My bad. Right after we got married. I'm, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I, I won't tell. He's yeah, a great storyteller. This story <laughs> sucks. No, <I'm> like, <laughs> so this is what happened. So we got married. Right after the honeymoon, my wife enrolls me into a comedy uh, class. So my wife is the person that really got me, just pushed me into the comedy pool. You know, she's a big supporter of somebody that wants to follow their dreams. Um, I, I'm so appreciative of that. And she fully just supported me and kind of just, you know, said, hey, man, if you're going to do it, let's do it. You know, she's got one of her dreams out. I said, you know what, baby, you're right. And she put me in the class. I did it for three months. And then the... Um, you know, the rest is history, you know, and I got the, uh, the comedy bug from that, you know, and also just, just doing comedy. I always admired it, but I hated public speaking. I hated doing anything publicly, like speaking in front of a crowd, you know, blessing the table in front of family. It didn't matter. <laughs> you know, it was like singing happy birthday. They, it's time. Start off the happy birthday. I'm well, you were the Hummer, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll chime in. You know, I'll be at church not knowing the words, just be moving my lips, you know, just being there, bye, 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 bye. You know, just, just because, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an outgoing person, but, you know, I think a lot of people, have a, an anxiety when it comes to public speaking and and, right. and and addressing an audience, you know, and it could be just something where you're not looking for any kind of uh, instant feedback or judgment. You could be reading a poll, you know, it right. could be something very beautiful, but still you have an anxiety just speaking in front of people. So that, that really helped me. And now I'm good, man. And I'm, I'm so thankful for her support and, um, you know, her pushing me in that direction. Good, good. And, and you know, we, we talk about support. Yeah. How important it is, um, even within our community, because sometimes we feel like we can handle our journey with vitiligo on our own and we don't need anybody. I don't need anybody to help me. No, but we all need support. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because sometimes somebody on the outside can see something differently than we do. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw this up there, Valerie. You know, I went to school for mass communication, radio, TV, journalism, but I'm working with kids in the school system teaching. Right, right. But she reached out to me to ask me to do a podcast back in June mm-hmm. of um, 2020. And I'm like, I've never done a podcast. She was like, well, just talk about yourself. Like, right. who talks about themselves for 30 minutes? I, I don't, you know. Me? So, you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I got to talk about myself for 30 minutes. But, you know, yeah, what? Yeah. But it was the best thing I've ever done because right. I was not only honest with the audience, I was honest with me. Because can you still hear me? I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good, good. Um, I, I just I share stuff that I never share with anybody. Never share with moms and pops. Never share, you know, when I was married. Never share with my, you know, wife at the time. You know, right. 
I just stuff I kept in. I was like, man, I'm on the radio and I'm sharing all this stuff. You know, I can't take it back now because it's out to the airways. But right now, as you know, fast forward a whole year, like I've crafted the way I like my podcast to go now. You know, gotcha. um, sometimes I don't mind going live. Sometimes I want to do a pre-recorded because what I'm doing, as you mentioned, I have music to it and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, set it up this way, got the introduction, welcome to Friends podcast. You know, you change your whole voice and, you know, all the good stuff that you add right. to it. And, and I'm enjoying it, you know, good. although I can't, I can't talk to people and this is going to be on the air. I can't talk to people all the time because I get drained after a while. I'm like, oh man, I can't talk to anybody. I don't want to see anybody, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's on the air, you know, after mm-hmm. that hour is done, I'm like, I just want to go take a nap. I'm done. You know? Right. Shut it down. So, like when you're doing your comedy, how was that after you're done? What is that feeling like? What What is that thought? You know, after you off the stage and, you know, maybe the crowds, yeah, old time and all that stuff. What is that like for you? It's, uh, it's like a, a, it's a relief. Like, thank God it didn't bomb. Right. right. Um, that, that one, um, whole, whole um, I'm, I'm hoping everyone had a good time. Right. Um, it's, it is, it can be draining after a while, you know, depending on what kind of night it is. Cause you do put a lot of energy into the craft, you know, and into your material and, you know, just, just focusing on what to say and kind of riding the wave of, of what's going on in the audience, you know, um, as far as, as when I, when I do my material, you know, it's like, I'm selecting the jokes as I'm going along. You know, I'm not stepping up there like saying like, okay, I'm going to start with this joke, the bread joke, and I'm going to go this, the joke. I, I don't do that. Um, right. I think about it, but it's never, you know, I don't have a, a solid plan. I just got a bunch of material in my head that I know that will, will should work if I right. deliver it right. So that feeling after is just, it's, it's for me, it's a relief. Like I said, all right, now pass the beer. You know, let's, let's. <laughs> right. Let, now let's have a drink, you know. Okay, now let's talk, you know. Okay, now with my comedy friends. All right, now let's laugh and have a right. good time. Because before a show, sometimes I'm not that jovial, you know. Sometimes I can be. Sometimes I'm like right. off to the side, you know. People ask me, Ty, are you all right? And I'm like, I'll tell them, no, I'm not doing well at all. They're like, Dag, what's wrong? And I, it's the anxiety, the anxiety it's the stuff that you go yeah. through. It's it's the it's the process of, um, your, your preparation, your process, you right. know, when you're about to deliver or perform or whatever. But, um, you know, after, yeah, it's a relief. You know, sometimes you just want to leave. Right. You know, sometimes you do want to talk to the people and interact. You know, most shows I do want to talk and interact. COVID made it a little bit weird with that, right. you know. But, um, you know, I, I'll take my mask off and step back and just wave and say thanks for coming and all that other jazz. Right. You know, but it's usually after a show, like a nice pro show or any show, it just really, I'm thankful that people were there and they laughed. Absolutely. You know, I'm just more thankful than anything and just thankful I did not bomb and thankful people had a good time. Right. Absolutely. You know, that, that anxiety is no joke. Uh, as you talk about it, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a singer, but when I was in college you know, I was on the step team. Yeah. You know, so we, you know, we had our shows and, you know, I had all my prep for a show. So if I had hair on my head right before the uh, competition, I cut it all off. I went bald, straight bald, you know, mm-hmm. hair looked like a lollipop. And I was like, you know what? It's showtime about to do this. But yeah, right before it's time to get on the stage, I'm pacing back and forth. I don't want to yeah. talk. People want to joke. I don't want to joke. 
Then it's like, oh, got to go to the bathroom. Then I got to go, you know, all these things that you're going through. Then I'm thinking of routines through my head. And all of a sudden you forget everything. All these yeah. things happen all at one time. And I'm like, all right. But once I walk out, once I know I have no, no other choice, can't turn back, then it's like the Rocky thing goes off. Dun, 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 you know, and I'm like, y'all, it, it's business. Yeah. But the same thing, like after the show was over, once we finished the routine, got off the stage, sometimes I want to interact with the crowd. Sometimes I don't. I just want to go right. change and go up to my dorm or leave, whatever. I want right. to see somebody. And people would ask, yo, Mark, where did you go? Man, yeah. I went home. I was done, yeah. you know. I was out here. Yeah, I did what I came to do. And um, well, no, sometimes it depends. If it was a competition, I had to stay around. The, you hang out. out. But, right, you know, right. but still, I, I just needed that time for me to re-energize, you know. Yeah. So as we talk about moving forward, um, forward in life and everything. Mm. Now, we'll probably bring the um, the live events back. Yeah. So I'm thinking November, December, I would like to have you come back at some point, you know, interact with us. You know, I know your schedule is changing a little bit as you're getting back yeah. on the surface. But I love to do this. This is dope. I love to do that. Yeah. The community I, on the live. Yeah. That was I dope. Think, I think we have a, have a good time. I enjoyed it. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. You know, um, we'll probably push the time back a little bit later and we'll find Whoa, out. Oh, you pushing the envelope now. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, we we just what time you know, was it before? What time? I, I don't remember. Six o'clock. We did it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, we could do. A we feel like if we yeah. push it a little bit later, we might mm -hmm. make it a, a a private event. Okay. But we'll talk about it. You know, we'll get okay. into details. Or if we're not gonna um make it a private event, then we'll definitely do the Facebook Live, where it's you know suitable for all ears and all family members, all that good stuff. You know, because. You know, we still have an organization to run. We got to be careful mm -hmm. what we put out there to people, what energy we put out. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's all good. Um, all right. Cool. Can you share with our listeners what you have going on in Jersey or, or anywhere else? And share with us, um, those that don't know, some of the places you've been in your comedy circuit. Um, let's see. Well, you know, I, I've been doing comedy for about, about 18 years. Um, you know, I've, I've organized... Um, tours from the uk to uh domestic tours just local tri-state stuff but i did have a uk tour i did in england and um um england london and manchester um that was back in 2017 and um you know i just try to do it wherever i can do it man um i got a website called ty uh, which is my name first name is ty last name is r-a-n-e-y and I got a couple of shows coming up in July. I have a big show at the Stress Factory, which is a uh, great club in New Brunswick, New Jersey. On the 25th, I have a Heart of the City reunion at the Stress Factory on the 25th, which is a Sunday with CJ Cracks and Ray Gibbs. And this is our, um, I guess it was three years, four, uh, three to four years since the show was aired on Comedy Central. So we're getting together and we're putting together a nice show. Um, at the stress it's a nice pro club they put it on a nice venue that is outdoors socially distanced it's, it's great um before then i have a couple of shows leading up to that I have on the 23rd I have a show at plainfield that's produced by um a good friend of mine uh scotty amazing pippin and uh featuring marlon randolph and um Oh, I got a couple of warm-up shows, you know, between this, like little bar shows just to kind of keep your whistle wet, so to speak. But um, right. the biggest event going on in July is the uh, Stress Factory. And I have a follow-up show 
coming up in September at another show, uh, another club, Pro Club in Jersey. Um, that's also going to be like a heart of the city kind of reunion thing with my brothers, uh, Ray Gibbs and uh, CJ Cracks. But hey, can you let our audience know what the heart of the city is? Because a lot of people oh. hear that they're like, "Oh, what's the heart of the city?" Never heard well, of where that. Where y'all? Where y'all been at? <laughs> right, man? right. We gonna get y'all out of out of the house. Where y'all been at? Y'all ain't got no cable. What's wrong with y'all? No, um, heart of the city. Kevin Hart put together. Kevin Hart. First off, you can't tell me nothing bad about Kevin Hart. I mean, he's only human. You know, we're we're all we all gonna have faults right. and mistakes. But that brother has really used his platform for some good. Okay, Kevin Hart, um, put together a show, um, uh, which was featured on Comedy Central. It was called Heart of the City. And what he did was he was going around to these small towns in, in America and, and putting the spotlight on comedians in, in certain states that were really making a buzz for themselves. And he, when he came to New Jersey, I was one of the uh, comedians that was selected, myself, Ty Rainey, um, also Ray Gibbs and CJ Cracks. We were all three of us were selected and, and Kendall Rob, uh, Kendall Jones, um, another comedian from New Jersey. We were all featured on that show which aired on Comedy Central. So that is, you know, one of the shows that I've done um, television-wise. You know, my first and only television credit right now. Right now. That was on, yeah, right now. That was on <laughs> Kevin Hart's uh, platform. So that's what we're doing, a Heart of the City reunion, which is, you know, uh, reminiscent of the show, uh, you know, New Jersey edition, Heart of the City. So we're still riding that buzz and that wave. And, um that's how we doing it for 2021 coming out of the pandemic. And hopefully in the fall, we can keep it warm and keep it, you know, keep it going with the momentum. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one last thing I want to share and kind of talk about before we wrap things up. No, that's it, man. That's it. I'm oh, wrapping got this one up, more. Yo. No, it's clouds rolling in. You know I'm outside. You heard the birds stop chirping. It's getting dark over here. You see how dark it's getting? Don't let it fool you, people. We on the audio, but there's a video. You see how these dark clouds is coming in behind me? I was getting scared, Mark. You see me looking up. I'm looking up like, yeah, it looked like something. I see you looking up, but... So, I was looking yeah. up like, what's going so, yes, on? Yes, we're on video recording this. And yes, I, I see him looking up, and I'm thinking he's just looking at the birds chirping. I no, didn't realize I, the I, coming I, in. It looked like, you know, like a Harry Potter movie just, you know, uh -oh. set up like, wow. Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to get struck by lightning and nothing crazy like that. No, so. it's, all, it's all good. Go ahead. What's your question, bro? <laughs> no, real quick. You know, I think about uh, as we, we, we laugh about stuff that we see on, the, you know, back in the days. Let's go back to the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson was the biggest joke that we all knew because of when he started going through his transformation. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, I think back, because I'm not going to front. I was laughing. I was joking, too. Michael Jackson looked like Skeletor. You know, he changed and blah, blah, blah. Had no idea what Vitiligo was, you know. Right. Um, we right. saw the transformation, you know, where it was. Oh, he bleached himself. He bleached himself, you know. Right. And I sit here and think, man, I feel bad because, you know, yes, he was the first person I knew with the condition. And then, of course, I knew one of my boys here, um, Terrell, with right. vitiligo. But at the time, I still didn't know what vitiligo was. In the 90s, you know, we still had jokes and, you know, right. laughing at him and not realizing what he was going through as an entertainer. You know, he's got a, he's got the spotlight on him. Right. And he's got to maintain a certain look. All the time. Right. And the thing about uh, vitiligo, it can take all of your pigmentation yeah. quickly, you know, like it can do it so fast and you, you don't know what's going on. 
Right, and you right. can also go through a procedure. It's not bleaching, but it's where you take all your pigmentation away. And, um, you know, I, I just think sometimes, and, and I don't know if you can co-sign it, but I think in our own ignorance, you know, we joke on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we don't take these things seriously. You know, everything's a joke. Everything makes you Right. Laugh. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but I don't think he was laughing. No, I, I don't think he was um, you know, and that's the thing with entertainers, you know, we don't, you know, we're not in their world. So we always right. think that, you know, it's entertainment, right? You, you know what I mean? He's doing it for entertainment purposes, you know, right. oh, he's doing that because he wants to get a, a broader audience appeal. He bleached his skin, you know, right, I mean, right, right. maybe he was suffering from vitiligo. And then he said, you know what? I might as well just go ahead and do the whole pigment. We don't know right, how bad right. he was suffering. And also, uh, like you said, self-image. He's he. he you got to understand. This is Michael Jackson. Right, right. I mean, it's not. I don't think there was there was a person on the planet that didn't know of Michael Jackson. You, you know what I mean? At some point, like you knew, even if you lived in a hut. Right, you knew Michael Jackson. You knew Michael Jackson. Oh, we got kids, five year olds now. In my school, talk about Michael Jackson. I'm like, how do you know about Michael Jackson? Everybody knows about Michael Jackson. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And that, and that, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be tough. Yeah. It's got to be tough. Especially, you know, we don't know his total upbringing, even though they did documentaries and everything. Right. He, had a, he had a hard coming up, you know, and we don't know. You know, it seemed like he had a really tough childhood, it seemed like, right. you know. Um, so as far as his self-love, we don't know how much of that he has. Absolutely. You don't know how much self-love a person has. And, and that's that's what's really important. You know, because I, I, I know people that are very confident and not very self-confident. Right. You know, with or without vitiligo. Absolutely. You know, and it, and it all comes down to that, that individual. And just to note, when it's funny you bring up Michael Jackson, I remember you, Mark. Mark had like a Michael Jackson curl. And like everybody in the eighties, Mark Mark had like a nice curl. I'm gonna it, let you it, listen. It's no. natural. It's natural. It was a, it was a curl. It was a, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody tried to dabble into Michael Jackson curl yeah, with the red did. leather. Come on, Mark. I remember because that's one of the memories I remember. Mark had curly hair, and he had a Michael Jackson. It was like a mixture of Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie <laughs> curl, like the Hello curl, like. But it was it was. It was sponsored by TCB. That was one of the black products <laughs> that was very prominent back in the eighties. Posner, one of them. There you go. <laughs> but I think um, I think Michael Jackson definitely on that level, and um, you know, like 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 I was saying, just self love and and what right. he kind of endured growing up and then being the the biggest star of our time. Absolutely. You know, it, it really it didn't help him. You know what I'm saying? As far as self-esteem and self-love, you know, so he was going through a lot, man. And I, right, and, I right. and I, you know, my heart goes out to anybody that that's going through it, you know, right. when it comes to either like a self image and, um, you know, you know, wanting to be, you know, a part or feel like you're not a part, you know, because of something, it's just, it's something that's really, it, it hurts, you know, right. it hurts to see people go through that. Absolutely. Yep. Hi. Yeah. I know you out there in, in the wilderness and you got big clouds here. walking over the top of your head and birds and whatever they're doing. I see you checking your shoulder. But we're um doing, we're doing good though. It's coming back. The light's coming back. I see it. <laughs> see, it's passing. See, the Lord knew what was going on. Yeah, tired about yeah. running the house. No, let's you know. keep them out for a little bit longer. 
Oh, he hit Keep a bird. Me out here. There we go. Keep me out. Yeah, they're telling me it's good. They tell me it's good. Okay. Yeah, but so. we're about to wrap things up. But okay. any um anything you want to say to our listening audience, anything positive. I always try to end things on a positive note. Whoever my guest is, I want them to say something enlightening that maybe can change somebody's life or just give them some encouragement and hope. Mm. I encourage you, listeners, to keep listening to uh my my the Mark's podcast, man, and all his uh, social media outlets. But also, I encourage you to get a stepladder and change the batteries in your smoke detectors because <laughs> there's nothing worse than coming over somebody's house and hearing that beep every 30 to 40 seconds. And then there's multiple beeps. It's the one in the hallway. It's the one in the bedroom. It's the one in the family room downstairs because they always put in the same time. So the batteries are dying around the same time. Let's, let's, <laughs> pause, let's, let's you know, let's protect ourselves and be safe and, and replace these batteries because you know, emergencies happen whenever, you know, right. so that's one thing I want to, you know, that's a positive and encouraging. Note and right I will there. call you out on that too. Yeah. Change it. Cause I listen, Mark, I tell my friends, I'll be on the phone with them. If I hear that thing beep twice, I'm like, listen, man, I, I can't talk to you until you change that. Bad. Right. That's just, it. Just change it. I haven't spoke to my, my, one of my closest partners in two months. Cause he ain't changed the smoke detector. Back but they always say, I know, I know. Yeah. Or, or they it. say, or they say we good. <laughs> We good? They no, said, you know, need to change it. We good? No, Smokey the Bear didn't say you was good. You're not good. <laughs> but um, also, man, positive note, man. Um, it, it, this 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 is all about um energy, man. Um, positive energy and, and doing things that are you know sincere from the heart. Not doing stuff because right. people are watching. Do stuff that you feel that is sincere from the heart, and um, you know. Be positive. You know, speak to people. Say hello. Smile. Put out that positive energy. You get it back tenfold. I promise you. Absolutely. You know, that's how the universe rewards you. You know, the universe rewards positivity. You put out positive, you get back positive. You put out negative, you're going to get it back negative, man. And watch what you speak into existence. Words are powerful. So never say you can't. Say you can't. Say you're going to figure it out. Say you're putting it together. Say you're working on it. Say you're getting closer to it. Say you're going to finish this. You know, don't ever say you can't, it's too hard or whatever. It's, it's, everything is limitless, man. You can, you can do whatever you put your mind to it. And the energy is, is, is a thing that starts and, and kicks that off. The energy and thought and the process and putting that in motion. Absolutely. To my listeners out there, I hope you're listening to the wisdom of comedian Ty Rainey. Um, I like oh, to say thank you for listening in. Yes, you got some wisdom. I had some wisdom there. Yes, wisdom. <laughs> but thank you all for listening <laughs> in. Ty, I appreciate you coming on, and we'll uh, definitely have to wrap again uh, later in the year. We put you on a live event. Um, thank you, cuz. Thank you. You're welcome. So, everyone, stay blessed. Take care. Love you. But remember to always love yourself first.